0: Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast is in your life today. And here we are back on a Thursday night. A Thursday night where all the news and hilarious happenings in the world of DC Comics and Marvel Comics just intertwine themselves into one being. And that's what this episode of the podcast is going to be about. We are going to dive into all the stuff that's been going on literally these past few days and everything just comes right around together. And to make it very interesting, instead of, you know, since this is going to be an episode of Rapid Fire, this is going to be on DC News first and then Marvel News right after that. That way, I feel like it's important to keep the two, you know, just separately. And I think that's what's going to happen from this point forward on the podcast. Now, I do understand that some marvel news and or dc news may not always be the same quantity as the other where one could have more than the other and you don't want to offend a you know significant segment on just one topic but i'm going to try my best to keep them separately you know just, you know just just to have a little bit more fun and i also know that some people and i had a friend of mine that actually told me today That he cares more about DC stuff than Marvel and I do know another guy that cares more about Marvel than DC so I want to try to experiment that for a bit I want to try to experiment on that I want to try to keep them separately make them into two different segments and then see how it goes from this point forward so tonight will be an experimentation if you will and without further ado let's get right down to it shall we but first Like we always do about this time. Let's get our shout out out of the way. That was a horrible singing voice. Horrible singing voice. (laughs) Now, aside from the fact that you know me. I I I am an MMA guy. Aside from the UFC fights going on this weekend. And the Bellator fights that's going on this weekend. I feel like there is no... Better pleasure than to mention the video game Samurai Jack will be debuting tomorrow. Tomorrow, I love ya. Tomorrow, Samurai Jack. Now, like me, I'm sure many of you are fan favorites of Samurai Jack and the video game that's coming out tomorrow on the PS4, on Xbox One, on Nintendo Switch, and Windows PC. You can fight as the Samurai. Samurai Jack. Going back to the past. Back to the past. Samurai Jack. Get the game tomorrow. Play it. Please don't go on YouTube and just spoil shit. Give, give someone a break. I understand there are a lot of people that want to do the movie cutscenes on YouTube. And you want to do it for ratings. And you want to do it for the views. And it's all about the views. Like, don't spoil yourself. Go get the game. Go get the game. Enjoy yourself. Just... Just chill out, my guy. Just chill out. In any case, then again, you know, you're going to do whatever they want. And, you know, who the hell are you to listen to me anyway? So, to each his own, to each his own. Never the case. Samurai Jack, tomorrow. Play as the greatest samurai. Go on your adventures. Defeat Aku. And try your best to go back into the past. And I'm really hoping the ending of the game is a lot different than the ending that what we got from the TV show. Cause let's face it, that was a rush production. <laughs> now, it's not as worse as Game of Thrones. I'll say that. It's not as worth as Game of Thrones. But in any case, that's all we have for the shout-outs for Samurai Jack. Let's go into our first segment. DC News Related Shit. That comes up right in a bit. Now, I know, I know that I spent so much time in the last episode to talk about DC Fandome that is coming out this Saturday, a 24-hour period. But apparently, we just got news that the whole event is going to be split into two parts. Two specific days, if you will. The first will be this Saturday, August 22nd, 24 hours, starting around, I believe, it's 12 p.m. 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. You know, the schedule definitely has the actual, you know, the site, the site that has the schedule. 1 p.m. it starts, if I'm not mistaken. The second day will be September 12th. And a lot of people may be thinking, why exactly are they doing this? Well, it turns out that because they have so much content in terms of the panels, in terms of talking about the video games and the movies and the shows and everything else, there are certain uh entertainment values and there are certain segments that will be overlapping into one. In other words, you could have whatever you want to watch, let's say Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four at one PM, but yet there's something else that's going on at one PM like on the Uverse or the Watchverse or whichever the case. So by splitting it into two, not only are you gonna get more content only on a later date It actually will be refined and they'll be able to add more content and it'll all be just for you. And the difference with that is that on September 12th, you, yes, you, the viewer can have a chance to actually organize your schedule as best you can in terms of what you want to see to a T. So you can actually control what you want to see. I'm wondering how much control they're actually going to give us when the time comes, but it is exciting because... If you care nothing about the kids' verse and all you want to do is just watch the multiverse panel or you want to watch just the TV shows or the video games or whichever the case. If you have your own specific preferences, then you can organize all of that on the site on September 12th. And this Saturday will be Hall of Heroes. So, let me look into my notes real quick. It's in my notes. Uh, (laughs) I just love using that quote. It's in my notes. You got... You know, and I, and I'm just these are the ones that I'm just looking forward uh, looking forward to. You got the Warner Brothers Games Montreal announcement, which of course is the new Batman with the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls. The Court is coming. The Court is coming. You got that. Then you got Beyond Batman. Then you got the Suicide Squad. Then you got the Voices for I'm Batman. Then you got the Snyder Cut, and you got the. You know, talk to Harley Quinn. You got all this other gorgeous, beautiful stuff that is all going into your perfect poor crow creation. What the fuck am I even saying? <laughs> Nevertheless, the DC FanDome Hall of Heroes will be this Saturday. I can't fucking wait. Now, I am slightly bummed out because chances are I might be working the entire day. So if once I do get home, there's only going to be maybe so many things that I can actually, you know, get caught up on. However, I do know that if it's within an eight hour period, I believe they're going to uh, reshow it. Oh, hit my microphone. Uh, they're going to reshow it two more times. And that was gonna That's going to be the full 24 hours. Which in a way makes sense, because some people are busy, some people have work, some people have a podcast, some people are doing other shit, people are taking care of kids, and they're working, and they're probably getting laid, and the chipmunks are humping and all that shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. The fact remains is, you want to take your time with it, and you want to ensure that if you miss something there's always an opportunity to come back and re-watch it at a different time later on that day since I know the 24 hours is going to appear from Saturday afternoon all the way to Sunday afternoon now I could be completely mistaken maybe they're just going to add more content and you're going to have to catch whatever you missed on YouTube it happens it happens and considering that we got the teaser trailer for Justice League, which I I, I honestly don't know. Un, I don't understand why they keep on showing the teaser trailer for that because we're going to see it literally in a couple of days. Enough with the I understand it's a marketing tactic. I get it. I get it that, you know, Warner Brothers wants to hype you up even more. But if you're going to give us the whole cake, stop feeding us little pieces almost every time. Feed us like once or twice of little pieces. This is a terrible analogy, but you kind of get where I'm coming from, okay? Just, we, we got the taste. Let's just savor everything when the time comes this Saturday. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of Batman, we actually have the new Batman logo for Robert Pattinson's The Batman belonging to Matt Reeves' direction. And uh, there's the picture. And if you guys that are listening and can't see the picture, I have to say, it looks like a fucking bat. I like it. It genuinely looks like a bat. You know, oh, hold on. Let, let, me, let me do my little uh my little Aquaman thing. Looks like a bat. I dig it. <laughs> oh man, fucking hilarious. It genuinely looks like a bat, and I like it a lot. It's, it's different. It, it kind of looks like... When when you look at it. And when you look at the actual you know logo on the armor or his chest. At first I thought to myself. Oh my god that looks like a toy. And then I thought to myself. Oh no it looks like a bat. It looks like a real bat. And I like it. It's different. It's new. I'm excited for it. And it makes me want to see the movie that much more. And I can't wait to see the teaser trailer coming out. This Saturday Jesus Christ It is going to be fucking epic I can't wait Oh man But I like the logo I do I do like it a lot Moving on Since this is rapid fire And speaking of Batman Batfleck That's right Ben Affleck Will be returning To reprise his role In the Flash movie Most likely the Flashpoint movie As you already know And um Are you not entertained people? Are you not entertained? Did I not mention to you guys that chances are we're going to have possibly have all Batmans into one? We got Michael Keaton's Batman. We got Robert Pattinson's Batman. We got Ben Affleck Batman. And now there's a strong chance that we could have Batman Beyond within the same setting. And on top of all of that, we might have Thomas Wayne's Batman. Even though that last one is a little bit of a stretch. Because the guy that played Bruce Wayne's dad in um, the Batman v Superman movie said that he would like to reprise his role as Thomas Wayne. But nothing has been confirmed yet. Although I am hoping that is the case because you gotta have him in the Flashpoint movie. Nevertheless, nevertheless, I am happy with just three Batmans. You know what? Fucking make it four. Okay? You guys know... Batman is my favorite DC character. So I'm going to talk about him until I'm blue in the fucking face. And what's funny is I've been reading a lot of, you know, backlash or certain comments and reports saying, oh my God, Batman is overplayed way too much. You know, Batman is, they're, they're milking him way too much and, and, and we have enough Batman as it is. Why don't you focus on other characters? Listen, guys. You know and I know that Batman is Warner Brothers' cash cow. They are going to milk him until there's not a drop left. It's what they're going to do. Some people like it. Other people hate it. Guess what? It don't matter. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And who are we to say otherwise? We're still going to enjoy it. We're still going to watch. We're still going to watch. No matter how much... Many of us could be bitching and complaining and everything else, which I'm going to talk about later on with another subject in a moment. No matter how much we bitch and complain, we're still going to watch it. And I am much more intrigued to see where this is going to go in terms of future events. Are they going to make a Justice League 2? Is Ben Affleck and the rest of the gang are going to get back together? You know, is... Um, is Ben Affleck going to reprise his role once or maybe multiple times you know all everything that's going on within the same universe of Warner Brothers, you know, the DC Extended Universe we're all going to enjoy it, we're all going to watch, it is what it is, so shout out to Ben Affleck for reprising his role I knew he'd be back I just knew it, at once I made the prediction that Henry Cavill would come back Henry Cavill depending on how many people actually say his name once I excuse me once I knew that Henry Cavill would come back as Superman it was only a matter of time before Ben Affleck would come back so this could mean that we're heading into a positive direction and I'm all for it I am all for it excuse me very much Mm. now this is going to be the last of the DC news Warner Media is launching an investigation into Ray Fisher's allegations. And I actually have, you know, since Ray Fisher likes to talk a lot on Twitter, and apparently a lot of people are standing right behind him and be like, I stand, hashtag, I stand with Ray Fisher, or I stand with him, or I stand with Cyborg, whichever the case. This is exactly what he wrote. After 5 weeks of interviews with various cast and crew, WarnerMedia has officially launched an independent third party investigation to get to the heart of the toxic and abusive work environment created during Justice League reshoots. This is a massive step forward. I believe this investigation will show that Jeff Johns, Joss Whedon, John Berg, and others grossly abused their power during the uncertainty of AT&T's merger with Time Warner. Thank you, Warner Media and AT&T, for making strides to ensure a safer workplace for all. A over E. Okay. This is good news. Sort of. And uh, I, Okay. I don't want to get all tongue-tied here. Now, I did say a few episodes ago that if what Ray Fisher is saying is true, there has to be more to stand behind it. There has to be, you know, more credibility in terms of what he's saying because a lot of people, and I will admit, including myself, were just thinking that he was just bitching, More often than not time and time again, and I really couldn't understand why after Three years of Justice League coming out in 2017 now he's finally speaking about it Could this be a product of cancel culture could this be? um, You know something that's been bothering him for so long and he was waiting for the right opportunity and the right time to finally say Something about it and he just wants his voice to be heard It's highly possible. And like I said. If there was some shit going on behind the scenes. If there was something going on. And it's one of the main reasons why Josh Swin has been staying quiet the whole time. That's a bad look on him. But then I also said that it could be a dick measuring contest. Where he doesn't have to prove himself for anything. He doesn't have to say anything because there's nothing to say. Now. After speaking out. And after saying what he needed to say, Warner Brothers is Warner, not Warner Brothers, Warner Media, its entirety is saying, you know what? We need to look into this. We need to look in terms of what happened. We need to have, you know, cameras and statements and interviews and everything else. And uh, I will say this, though. I will say this. If Ray Fisher, what he says is true. And Warner Media actually does a thorough investigation to everything that went on during the Justice League reshoots. Oh boy, ooh, Josh Whedon and Jeff Johns and many others' careers might be shot. It might be shot to the point that they may never come back from that. And it really depends on how bad it was. Some people get slapped on the wrist. Some people may, you know, never work again. Other people are like, eh, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, let's sweep this under the rug. Who the fuck knows? Who knows what went down? All we can do is we'll wait and see what happens. But it's apparently, Ray Fisher has spoke out about it. And other people support him. I have my own opinions. I just want to say... Innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. Let's see what the investigation has come up with. And if nothing comes up. And Ray Fisher just looks like a loud mouth. Then it happens. It fucking happens. I'll just be watching from the sidelines like I always do. <laughs> in any case. Uh, let's see what else. What else has been going on in the world of DC. That's about it. That's all we have for the DC News. Now let's rapid fire into some Marvel news. And uh, yeah, that comes up right after these messages. Not really a message, but you know what I mean. I'll be right back. Sony has developed and is now developing a Craven the Hunter movie. Craven the Hunter will be most likely the next project after Venom, after Morbius, and after Venom 2. They are expanding the Marvel universe of Sony characters, or, I'm sorry, let me rephrase the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters, the Spumic. Sp- spumic? Spunk? Sp- spumic? I swear it's, it really sounds like I It it sounds like I want to say Spittoon but it's not Spittoon Can't get another Way of saying the, the How about the Musk? The Marvel Universe of Sony Characters there, there you go, Musk You know, musky <laughs> In any case Crave of the Hunter is now Being developed And uh, I like this I like this at all you know, Craven has always been one of the most notorious characters that can definitely give Spider-Man a run for his money. He is definitely like one of the best Arsenal hunters. Not when I say Arsenal, but he's one of the best hunters ever in the world of Marvel characters. And he has at few cases have whooped Super uh, by Superman. Spider Man's ass. He has whooped his ass a couple of times. Maybe not as bad as others, but you know. He does what he does. And the question is... Who can play Craven the Hunter? Now... I'm thinking... It definitely has to be either... Jason Momoa... Because let's face it... Can you see Jason Momoa as... Craven the Hunter? I sure as hell can. It must be the beard. It must be the hair and the beard. By the way... I did say this at one point... Um, around a few months ago... When... Aquaman came out late last year, there was a woman that was so infatuated with this guy that in the scene when Aquaman actually came aboard in the submarine, and you had the uh, the camera shoot at him from behind, it was literally at the beginning of the film, and he turned around, he goes, permission to come aboard, and then some woman behind me go, yes, zaddy! And I'm like, and I know I told the story a few times, but... I'm just thinking to myself, yup, she just came. She just fucking came. Fucking, there's a puddle right behind me and shit. Oh my god, it's all sticky. What's that smell? Oh my god. Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's where we come down to. That's where we come down to. That's where we come down to. Jason Momoa has the capability of turning women's down there some pussies wet. It is what it is. I mean, it's either that for women or we got the wap music video for men I'm just saying I'm just saying it's it is what it is Jason Momoa as Kraven the Hunter would be a better fit or I'm thinking it's the guy Butch or Butcher from The Boys I can definitely see him although I see him more as the Wolverine maybe he could be a better Wolverine in any case if it's true and they are developing the Craven the Hunter movie, and it is a movie that I'm sure is going to be fucking awesome and fantastic, where you can actually see the guy that is developing his skills within the jungle, and he is one with the animals, and he and he 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 lives for the hunt. He lives for the thrill of the hunt and he will kill anyone that gets in his way. That'll be a great movie to watch. Think of it as like the the human version of the Predator. If that makes any sense. Without all the gizmos and gadgets and all that other shit. Think of, think of it like that. Speaking of developing. Second piece of news. Olivia Wilde has been hired to direct a Sony movie. And the most likely it's Spider-Woman. Holy shit. Spider-Woman. Fuck yes. Now. As you guys know, I'm a huge Batman fan, but I'm also a huge Spider-Man fan as well. And anything related to Spider-Man, I love with all my heart and soul. Spider-Woman slash Jessica Drew would be perfect within the universe of Sony characters. I, I still can't say the fucking abbreviation. I don't give a fuck. Now, there's no telling if this, has had, if this connects any way to... Tom Holland's Peter Parker, if it's an alternate reality, if it's going to be, you know, something in its own universe and its own entity, like, we don't know. But I do know that Olivia Wilde, which she has, you know, tried on many times to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I don't think she got a role there. I don't I don't remember if she did. I don't remember if she did. But she is a huge fan of the comic books And if she's been hired, hopefully Sony knows what the fuck they're doing. I'm sure she has good credibility to direct the film. And I can't fucking wait. I can't wait for it whatsoever. Shanzar is going to be a few years, so we have no choice but to wait. But you know what? Can't fucking wait. Can't do it. (laughs) Spider-Woman. Oh, that'll be awesome. That'll be fucking awesome. Last piece of news. And this is it for the Marvel shit that we got to talk about today. There is a poll that's been going on where a lot of people are not caring as much in terms of where Black Widow is going to be. Whether they're going to, whether she's going to be on Disney Plus or VOD or she's going to be in theaters. And apparently, there is a huge percentage that says that, okay, people do prefer it in theaters, but we'd rather just watch it at home. We're going to bite the bullet and watch it at home. And I mentioned this. I what When I spoke about it on my Black Widow episode of the podcast, I think it's episode 52 or 53. You know, check that out on my YouTube channel, by the way. You know, just throwing it out there. If you want to watch more content. I did say, and I was putting out a scenario where I thought that there was a chance for Black Widow to be both on around the same time on theaters and on VOD, video on demand or, you know, Disney Plus. And apparently people just don't care. Like I wouldn't, I want okay, not everyone. There is a huge percentage that says that they would rather watch the movie no matter where it comes out. And I did say that is the case and this should not be surprising whatsoever. Yes, I understand that a lot of people are pissed off that it should be in theaters and we should watch it in theaters, that a movie of that magnitude and that excitement and being part of the greatest MCU, the greatest brand that ever happened to Disney ever? It needs to be in theaters. I completely understand. But like I said, and I'm going to keep talking about this, at this point... We don't know when the virus is going to be over, if it's ever going to be over anytime soon. Hopefully, they develop a vaccine. If they do develop a vaccine, there's no telling when any of this is going to be subsided. Therefore, if Disney needs to put their movies on VOD, Disney Plus, or whichever the case, and we just have to pay $30, uh, $30 time ticket, $30 ticket, a $30 price one time to see the movie, then that's exactly what we're going to have to do. By the way, real quick, Andrew Schultz spoke about this on his podcast. Shout out to Andrew Schultz, by the way. Great comedian, funny ass dude. I believe his YouTube channel's YouTube show is called Flagrance 2. I believe that is Flagrance 2. He spoke about when he said, I'm gonna paraphrase here that if movies continue to be on video on demand, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, or whichever the case. They are not going to have the budget to make big time movies like big, huge blockbuster films like Avengers Endgame and like Avatar 3 or 4 or any of those other things. Because they need to rely on those ticket sales in order for their profits to be made. And if they don't have any ticket sales and they're just relying so much on us as the viewer paying one price within our homes, where we can get three or four or five other people to watch the same movie within one setting, they're going to lose a shitload of money. They're not going to make their profit. And it's amazing that I didn't think of that because it is genuinely true. If you have a movie that is worth 200 or 300 million dollars, and you're relying on those ticket sales globally for the global box office to be held all around the world, you're not going to make that money back. You're probably going to make a fraction of that money back through VOD and Disney and whichever streaming service that the movie is going to get uploaded to. Not to mention, I'm pretty sure those streaming services is going to take a small percentage of that cut from within that studio. So... There are so many factors here There really is And there's no telling Again, there's no telling when things are going to get back to normal So at this point We're just going to have to bite the bullet No matter how much we complain No matter how much we bitch about it No matter how we'll be like, oh fuck this sucks I want to see it in the fucking theater man Fuck this shit, you know, blah 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 Dude We can complain as much as we want we're going to watch it. That is the reality. You're not going to be that person and going to be like, Ah, fuck this. I'm not going to be able to see it in my house. Yes, you are. S- Stop kidding yourself. Yes, you are. Now, I'm sure you're going to make it as, you know, theater-ish as best you can. You'll probably get a, a, a projector or... You're probably going to see it when your lady or your husband is not home, when the kids are in bed and surround sounds and speakers and 4K fucking shit, 8K TVs, whatever the case may be. You're going to watch it whenever it comes out. And that's just the reality. Now, in continuing from what Andrew Schultz said, if this happens and there will be more movies, there will be more movies that's going to follow this protocol. And chances are Wonder Woman is going to follow it. And chances are other movies, uh, beginning of 2021, is going to follow it. Does that mean that the movie business is dead? It's too early to say. It really is. I think big-time budget films is going to be on pause for a while until everything starts to get back to normal. But small-time media projects may be on the rise. And therefore, you might be seeing more films being released on Netflix and Disney Plus and all the other streaming services that's going to come on at a later on date. I know someone asked me if I was willing to do a um, Project Power review, but I know I'm a superhero guy, but I have no... Actually, no. I think I will do a review. I, I think I will. Maybe next week. I-, I will do a review. But in continuing what I'm saying... There may be small time projects that are going to be uprising a little bit and it's going to give opportunity for the small time guys and the beginner directors like like the ones that want to direct their films and wants to have a small budget and wants to make a movie to the best of their ability to be released on a particular platform. They can do that. But in terms of high budget films, it's hard to say it's really hard to say. And at this point, you know the words, we'll see what happens. But that's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, hit that like button, comment your concerns, questions, or whichever the case. If you think I'm a piece of shit or if you think that I'm one of the greatest people that you've ever met or see and you want me to continue doing what I gotta do best, let me know. Let's have a discussion. If there's any way that you can to hit me up, and I don't know why I always keep forgetting to mention this, hit me up on OTC Volume 2 on my Twitter or Instagram, or you can hit me up directly at Mike Garcia VO. that is my screen name for my voiceover work, it's going to be coming very, very soon, I can't wait to delve right into it, there's going to be classes, there's going to be, well, I almost say classes, but there's going to be, you know, voice impressions, more voice impressions, going to be character scripts, character reads, There's going to be, it's going to be fun shit. And I can't wait to share that with you guys. With that being said, let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And this one is from The Mighty Thor. Got to bring it up real quick, you know, because, you know, it's in my notes. (laughs) I just love saying that quote. I don't know what it is. So this is from The Mighty Thor. The thing that scares you the most is your obstacle. Find it. Smash it. And my reaction to that is. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever obstacle that comes in your way. And whatever that that is standing right in front of you. Whatever that you have to do. To do for yourself. Or your family or friends. Or whatever you gotta do to better your life. And do whatever you can for yourself. Find it. Smash the fuck out of it grab a hammer, and just go (laughs) I'm having way too much fun, as you see. As always, guys, thank you so much. Have a great time with DC Fandome. It is free. Hopefully, there is no hidden price. If there is, I'm sure you're going to pay it. I hope there's no hidden price. At least, I haven't heard that there's a hidden price. Have a great time at DC Fandome. Can't wait to talk about what happens in terms of what I see. On Monday night. And as always. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.